0: Hey guys, and a warm, warm welcome to Conquer Within, the podcast where we have an inner focus on developing that leader within you. So sit back, make yourself comfortable, and let's get cracking. Hello, ladies and gents, boys and girls, how are you? I hope you're all keeping well and keeping safe as we continue this battle through the current pandemic that is still very much the centre point of our lives it feels like. So, um, so last week I spoke about internal conflicts, so that, in, that conflict that we have with ourselves and that can go on and on and on and can be left unresolved because as we see people may not move on, they may not progress unless they have somebody else in their life Um, which is allowing them to focus on certain positive outcomes and moving along and just giving that encouragement that support and conflict internally because you haven't always got that external person involved you may just allow it rumble on too much so if you haven't listened to that episode already I very much encourage you obviously as uh, part of this podcast to go and listen to that because this week I'm going to be discussing external conflict. And now external conflict, I'm only touching upon it briefly in this episode. And all I want to do is just to discuss it, go into a little bit of detail. But what I want to do in this episode is just shift that perspective on conflict. Now the pandemic itself has brought along a lot of conflict with it. You only have to go onto social media to see some of what I think is outrageous comments towards others, indirectly or directly, there just seems to be a lot of hate out there. And now that sort of conflict, or the majority of that sort of conflict, because there is some conflict, which as we'll get through on this episode, can be healthy, but a lot of that is just horrible, nasty, and to be honest, and I'll be using this word a little bit today, it's just full of assholes. Because if you're just going out there just to spread hate, just to get into that conflict with people, then there is no other word than you being an arsehole because that is exactly what people are if they're looking to just cause conflict for fun. Um, I just cannot understand that perspective and I can't understand why anyone would want to get into conflict just for the sake of it, just to vent now that is on them, that just shows, for me, that is just high insecurity on someone who can't control their emotions. And if you can't control and manage your emotions and you get too emotional and you have to go and vent like that, you need support, you need some help. And the people that do it usually think they're big, tough. They're not, they're keyboard warriors, they're sitting there, they're not tough at all because if you're if you're tough, then you'll be able to mentally be resilient enough not to have to vent and take out on others. So, and again, a lot of the people, they wouldn't say it to faces, but conflict isn't just over social media. It's just an area where there is easily more conflict because you can spread that hate a lot further than if you were in person. And also because if you're in person, most of those people would be too pussy to do it to face anyway. Let's be honest. So conflict is a serious disagreement or an argument. And look at an external conflict. That is going to be between more than one person. So it could be from at least two people and it could be beyond, there could be more people. Now conflict for me is something, I'm not gonna lie, I would run away from. If I could get a hint that there was some conflict coming here, I'd be looking for the other direction and getting out of there as quickly as I possibly could. I wasn't somebody who wanted conflict in my life. I very much hated it. I very much wanted to avoid it. I would shy away from it. Now, for me, my natural tendencies—if I was drained of energy, my ta- natural tendencies would be to agree. I mean, I've got that agreeable natural personality, so I would go along with whatever was happening. And for me, that would work great because it would mean I wouldn't get in conflict. I might experience that internal conflict a little bit, but I wouldn't be getting in that conflict with other people. Now, I—I'm quite—I'm quite happy with that. I've got to say, I'm. not. I'm satisfied with that, that I'm not getting into conflict with others. But like I say, it's it was for me, it was that natural tendency to be agreeable, but also I was looking to avoid conflict. If I'm honest, I wanted to avoid conflict. But it's not something to be avoided. Now, I'm not saying it's something to go out of your way and look for. That is definitely not what I'm saying. But what I want to talk about in this podcast is actually looking at it from a different perspective because for me shifting perspective on it is conflict still there but the way that I view it now is a lot different and it has been an area for me to look to understand because conflict is actually quite an important aspect for growth whether that's at an organizational level a team level a personal level conflict is important Because conflict can provide us with a greater perspective. Because conflict, as we'll go through on this episode, as I talk more about it, is basically a difference of opinion. A difference of how to do something. So my perspective on conflict never really took into account that actually growth needed conflict. And for me, growth is so important. It's one of my highest driving values I love gardening. The reason I love gardening is because of that growth, seeing something grow from a seed into a plant. So whilst I'm able to be mindful, which really does have its benefits as well, the real piece about gardening for me is seeing something grow from such a small seed into something beautiful or something edible. And that personal growth as well of learning new things, challenging myself, going into my stretch zone, away from my comfort zone. So growth, is at the forefront of what I do. And being a coach, being a leader, leading others, without growth, I wouldn't be able to do any of those effectively um, or at all because growth is, I suppose, the important staple in all of those. So for me now, when I was then looking, I'm like, wow, I need conflict for growth, but I'm scared of conflict. So what can I do about it and for me I knew conflict wasn't going to go anywhere and it was something I had to deal with but how can I have a positive relationship with conflict that actually I could take forward with me because like I say I have that agreeable personality I, I like to please others I like to make sure everyone is happy everyone is listened to and at the moment that conflict comes up I'm like wow that's, that could be mean that someone's not quite happy. But are they still growing? Or is the opportunity that's still there for them to grow? So that's what I just want to explore in the remaining part of this podcast is let's look at the shifting perspective that I've taken. and Hopefully, that shift in perspective will help you. Because the one thing that I always struggled with is I always looked at it and thought, wow, how can people deal with conflict? And I'll just think, My natural thing is, as I mentioned right at the beginning of the podcast, there's some people that must get a thrill out of it, but there was people that could deal with it. And when I spoke to them, actually, they didn't like conflict. And I spoke to quite a few people on the subject just to try and get an understanding and try and model their behavior. And what was surprising for me is they didn't enjoy it. It wasn't something they looked forward to, but it was something they had to deal with. So... Uh, moving forward taking that with you is even if you are really really worried about conflict it's actually quite reassuring to know that actually that is it's an uncomfortable subject for some of the best leaders or some of the people that have those have those difficult conversations but they know it is an important aspect so we can just we we know it's there we know it's important we know it's needed how can we shift our perspective and that's just what i want to explore here and the first bit I want to explore is looking at conflict and two types of conflict. So firstly, we've got that unhealthy conflict because surprisingly, there is the other side that I'll get onto shortly, which is healthier. So we've got that unhealthy conflict. And like I say, that is, you've got a couple of ways of looking at this. You have got that personal attacks, those belittling of others, those arseholes on social media just looking to spread hate, um, and there is, seems to be a, a lot of that at the moment, but there is a lot more in the spotlight which is raising that awareness. But there, it's never gone away and it's, it isn't going away anytime soon until somebody really takes action on it. So there is this unhealthy conflict. But really, what unhealthy conflict has is an outcome that cannot be agreed by the parties involved in the conflict. And that's the difference between the healthy conflict and the unhealthy conflict because the healthy conflict is the outcome is actually agreed upon. So they both parties want to get to a certain place. They want a certain outcome. So that would be the big differentiator straight away. So if you think, actually, I'm kind of come up against a bit of conflict here, is establish what is the outcome that you both want. And, And is there any way you can work together on that outcome before you start getting to that other point, which is how do you get there? what do you need to do to get there so first of all focus on the outcome and and how you can work with the other person on that outcome and there may be some big big differences between what you both and what the parties want and what and maybe there needs to be a bit of a realignment there and an understanding of well, what's the reason for that outcome versus what's the reason for that outcome? What's the reason you wouldn't want this outcome? What's the reason you wouldn't want that outcome? And discuss that outcome. So straight away, pulling yourselves away from that situation in that moment and going, okay, let's future, let's step into the future, away from that emotion, away from that feeling, and start to understand what does the futures look like and come from there. Because that healthy conflict has that agreed outcome but perhaps the way you're going to do things or the, or how you're going to do it is disagreed. And that is really healthy conflict because then what you're starting to do is you're going through that growth, you're going through that learning, you're getting a different perspective on things. So then you can start to understand, that's fantastic, that's from your experience, this is my experience. And working together and have that conflict, fresh it out. If somebody's not holding themselves accountable, you want everyone to be accountable within a team. You want others to be accountable. You might want to go home, and you want your partner to be accountable. If they say they're going to do something, then you follow up, and what's the reason you didn't do it? And you're not doing it from a, a belittling perspective or an attacking perspective, but actually, you're all a team, and you want to help others. So, if you're coming in it from a in the, from the from a good intention of, okay, well, I want to help, but there's a reason this isn't happening and you've said it would happen so how can i help you what resources do you need so you could have that conflict and and don't be afraid because at the end of the day you can explain the intention behind it as you deliver the message and that is something that i learned that actually if i'm explaining where i'm coming from then actually that gives the other person context i'm not coming in to personally attack you I'm coming in to understand what's going on. So focus your energy on, firstly, what is the outcome you both want? What are the outcomes the party wants? Understand then, is is it something that's aligned or not aligned? Because that's going to be the, the ultimate. There's no point looking at how you're gonna get there or what you're going to do if you have got a different alignment. And once you start to understand what the other person's perspective is on wanting that outcome, it may give you that information. So first, seek first to understand before trying to be understood. So understand where is the other person coming from. Now, if they're not giving you the chance to give your perspective, then that is going to create that unhealthy conflict. But just because they're not going to give you that chance doesn't mean you back down on that. But perhaps you say... Okay, well I would like to be listened to. Are you going to give me that opportunity? Now if they're not willing to give you that opportunity, then is any productive work going to take place? Most likely not. And in them situations, I would leave the conversation. Because you look you can then change that state. And is the other person going to be able to adopt a more resourceful state next time? Because it isn't about who's winning. There is no I won you lost or you won I lost. It's You're looking to work together. And that's the big thing for conflict, that togetherness. You're in it together. You're not there to win and lose, to get one up on each other. If you're really there as part of a team and having healthy conflict, you're doing it because you're pushing one another. You're looking for the best interests of the team, the individual, the organisation. So establish that first. Ego has got no place in conflict unless you want unhealthy conflict. And if you want unhealthy conflict, then I'm going to be categorising with people like that straight under the arseholes list. Because if you're doing it from a self-absorbed perspective, that is only going to create unhealthy conflict. Detach yourself. It's not an ego-driven topic. So you're looking for that different perspective, unhealthy, healthy, Healthy conflict doesn't need the ego. Healthy conflict is all about growth, all about challenging one another, all about finding the best solution and finding the best way to do that, no matter whose idea it was. So how long could a conflict last? Well, that very much depends on the people that are involved in the conflict because a conflict could be over as quickly as it started if the people are looking to resolve it and looking to move on. Now when I was younger, early 20s, teens, I would hold grudges and all I ever did to me was drain energy. I was tired. I could only think negatively. I didn't have an optimistic outlook. I couldn't think positively about things because I'd hold on to that that evil energy because it was just be like, I'm holding that against that person. I'm not going to listen to what that person's got to say because this one time they did this or that. And it became, it was childlike. It was real childlike behaviour. And, as, as and I think as you mature, you're able to let go of things. But I think it's really about having that security in oneself. Once you're securing yourself and understand yourself and are comfortable in your skin, you don't need to hold grudges. But what you might want is you might want your opinion heard. And if that other person isn't allowing you to give that opinion, how do you respond? Now, how would be the best way for you to respond if somebody wasn't giving you their their full listening, their full attention, and just wanted to say what they want to say and be done with it? That would make you quite small, I would have thought. I would feel very frustrated. But in those situations, there's not a lot you can do apart from either... Tell them clearly, without being aggressive, without the anger, without that emotion driving it, but just to state the facts that you're not feeling listened to. How does that make you feel? Explain that to the other person. What could that do moving forward? And how could you resolve it? Because when you've got that conflict, it's always how can you resolve that conflict? So it's not rumbling on. But perhaps the other person wants to carry on. But then how can you make peace with the conflict so it doesn't affect you? But it is in the best interest of everyone involved in the conflict to resolve that conflict. I cannot think for one moment an advantage of keeping the conflict going for longer than it needs to. Like I say, there is the need for conflict to get to the best possible solution, best possible outcome. but There's no need to continue it. So let's look at all great films. If you just think of what your best or greatest movie, and the one thing they all have in common. So if you have your three best films, what's the one thing they all have in common? Now, without knowing what film it is that you're thinking of, because I have no mind reader, I don't do no magic, no, no uh, magic act around here, but the one thing I'm sure, and I'm 99% sure that they all have in common, is that they all have a form of conflict within them. So it might usually start with maybe an internal conflict and then an external conflict, but then maybe switches to a happily ever after and they resolve that conflict along the way. Maybe there's a conflict between a superhero and a villain and they're they're having that conflict. Not necessarily resolving it, but there's always this conflict that's going on in these films. But we're all attracted to those films. And the reason we're attracted is because of the drama. So we're actually attracted to conflict. We just don't like being part of it. So what makes that? It makes it exciting, makes it engaging. So if you think to, let's have a meeting at work. Now, a lot of people are, have oh, had too many meetings. Meetings, if you're feeling you're having too many meetings, probably because they're a little bit boring. So actually, if you're having a meeting and there's a general consensus of, yeah, this is the way we should be doing it, then do you need the meeting? So the questions I would be asking in that situation, if you think there's a this general consensus is, is there a general consensus because you've got the general consensus and it's, it's actually, no, fair enough, they all, they all agree of the way forward, or is it because somebody wants to avoid conflict? So they're saying, yeah, 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 let's go along with it. But actually within them, they've maybe got this gut feel that it's not the right thing to do. They're not quite on board. Now, that is down to that individual. But it's always good to explore and see if that is really the truth behind it. Because if it is a general consensus, and it really is that everyone agrees, then there's no need for a meeting. But if it's because there is disagreement, then have the meeting and get the conflict out there. Now, that will make for a really engaging meeting, and just like those films, you might just enjoy it, but what you're looking to get is you're not belittling, you're not attacking, there's nothing personal about it, you're just looking for the best possible outcome and the best possible way to get there, and if at a meeting you're holding each other accountable, someone says, oh, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, but they haven't quite delivered on it, and it makes me What's the reason for not delivering X, Y, and Z? There should be no holding back. It's not personal. You're looking to improve the team, looking to improve the organisation, and really, and probably most important, you're looking to improve the individual. You're looking to help the individual grow. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Because the only way you grow and you develop is by doing. It's not by saying and using your words and using nice big words and trying to look clever. The only way you're going to learn is by going through the process, is by carrying the task out. So it could be that they say, well, you know what, I gave it a go, but I'm just not quite there yet. Great, we can support you, we can provide the resources, we can help. It's not there to say, well, let's all point enough. That's not what it's about. It's about growing, it's about developing. So call it out. If somebody wants to be accountable, go ahead. Or if you've heard them say, oh yeah, you said this before, challenge it. It could be a conflict. But you're not there to try and get the conflict, but you're there to grow together. You're looking to grow as individuals, looking to grow as a team, and that that will have the impact on the organisation. So like I say, let's reframe conflict so it's not something to be fearful of, but it's something that allows us as individuals to grow. It allows our teams to grow, it allows leaders to grow, it allows organisations to grow. That is the best way to utilise conflict, is when you aim to put it with growth. There will always be arseholes, They will always be those people that just want to personally attack others, to belittle others, they've got too much of an ego that needs a massage, that you're never going to get rid of those sorts of people. Hopefully, they won't have a leadership position, because if you've got ego at that level, feeding that down, cascading that energy to others, then that could be a real recipe for disaster. But even then, challenge it with facts. Challenge it. Point out. But even if you haven't got the facts, challenge it with your gut feel. Explain it. Bring it to the table. Don't have to personally attack and say, and label their ego but it's very much a case of, this is how I feel. Something's telling me to go this direction. What's the reason behind this? And there will be times when leaders have to make a decision, they might want to listen to everyone, and it's always good to get the feedback, not necessarily to act on the feedback, but good to get the feedback from everyone, or as many people that want, are willing to, or as many people you can reach, just to get that information back, you don't need to act upon it, but at least people know that they've been heard. And when people feel they've been heard, they feel like they've actually they've cared for. But healthy conflict, the roundness off, is all about improving. It's all about growing, developing, expanding your perspectives. So rather than having that f- picture frame around what you can see, you start to get a panoramic picture of what's going on for you because everyone else is able to provide their perspective as well. And if I was able to be part of that, that is something that would get me going, it would make me passionate, it would be something that I would want to be a part of. And that for me is just touching, and as I say, this episode is very much just touching upon conflict, but looking to shift the perspective on it. Because it can be quite a daunting, scary thing. We don't want conflict in our lives, but if we want to grow, if we want to develop, then there will be times we need to raise difficult topics. There'll be times when we need to make sure that we've been listened to. There will be times that we won't agree on how something's going to be done and we might not agree on what the desired outcome is. But it doesn't mean that you cannot raise it. But just make sure that you raise it with A good intention and ensure that the impact the way it has landed is positive and what i'm going to look to do on the next episode next week is talk about conflict from a communicative perspective because a lot of conflict is actually easy easy to resolve but it requires good communication good mindful attentive present communication and i'll explain that on next week's episode but for now thank you for listening on this episode. I really hope that it's allowed you to shift perspective slightly on conflict because for me, it has been something I've always been very much, let's say, fearful of, afraid of, because I would start to work up that sweat perhaps. But now I shift it and I see it in a different light, I'm able to see that actually it's all part of growth. And for me, growth is one of my highest driving values but until next time look after yourselves and take care guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of conquer within it really does mean so much to me to know that you've taken some time out of your day i'd love to hear about the challenges you're currently facing and your stories so far and ultimately that can shape future content you can find me on facebook under stevie wurzel coach or on twitter under stevie wurzel in the meantime remember change is always happening whether that's within us or around us but embrace each change with optimism be optimistic about what is coming and keep moving forward keep progressing but ultimately and most importantly take care of yourselves until next time goodbye